I don't have a name for you. I couldn't think of one, honestly. I couldn't I couldn't think of one outside of just number one Robin fan, but like I'm t- I I can't keep doing uh, number one fan of insert character name. Yeah. <laughs> I can't keep doing that. I gotta do something different. Sailing a Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is Castaway Matt. Ahoy, Matt. Wilson! <laughs> All right, that joke's out of the way. Just tick that box. All right, obligatory Tom Hanks joke out. Yep. <laughs> Better call Saul is in, though. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners, you'll get the joke in, uh, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> All right. But I'm very excited. Do you want to, before we jump into chapters 386 to 398, the very big, chunky, chunky read, uh, do you have anything you want to prelude prior to, to starting? Oh, I have so many things I want to prelude. Okay. Which is what's okay. going to make this such a long episode. It's going to be a long episode. Sit tight. Get comfy in your car. Hope hope you have traffic. I mean, I hope you don't have traffic because traffic sucks. It does. But, like, I hope you have smooth traffic. Yeah, smooth traffic. Long enough to get through this whole podcast in one car sitting. Let's go. Anyways, prelude away, Matt. Prelude away. Yeah, going to be going to be a longer episode than long land. <laughs> it's it's interesting because this is such a like dense reading and we did so much too. <laughs> yeah, so. like like. I, I was very afraid to like stop this in the middle of it, which I think would be very rude. And I think you've uh, you've told me it would also have been very rude. I like I identified the exact chapter that I'm like, this is where I feel like you wanted to let me off on and went. Nah, I can't do that. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. We had to get through like all of it. Yeah. So I think the the last time we stopped in the middle of a, a sad backstory was what, like Chopper? Like we stopped like partway through that, didn't we? yeah I, th- I think chopper was like the last like straw hat sad tragic backstory we went through halfway but if you want to like reconsider like non-straw hat tragic backstories calgara and Nol- nolan we stopped halfway through uh, <laughs> we, we won't go go see our uh, retrospective of skypea if you want to hear our thoughts on skypea <laughs> our 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 hard-hitting <laughs> thoughts oh yeah nothing but the facts but yeah here we are in in Enya's lobby, and we're going to go recapping through this. For those of you who, uh, for a quick refresher, we have this assault on Aeneas lobby uh, trying to rescue Robin. We're in a the Robin retrieval arc of One Piece. So that's what that's what this is. It's the Robin retrieval arc. Yeah, let's get Sasuke. I mean, Riku. I mean, uh, uh, not Robin. Yeah, the other the other R, not Rukia. Um, the the time of robin's execution uh oh wait it's too early for that joke <laughs> so anyway we have we have spandom and he's showing off his gold transponder snail uh for the buster call which what the fuck those are sentient beings those are creatures they are alive <laughs> and did they just dip them in gold because that thing is not like its eyes are closed or cast over it, its eyes are closed 
No, he like, says it's a rare species. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's a valuable species. That's right. But like, it, it just looks like it literally was just dipped in gold. It literally looks just solid mechanical. It's creepy. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I have to assume that the, the gold and silver transponder snails are ones where like their radio waves go uh, like longer, farther, like better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're AM versus FM. Yeah. <laughs> Which we got in we get an SPS that uh all the components are put on the snails. The snails just do radio wave things. Everyone else puts all the other shit on top of them. So like when when Sanji because people were apparently concerned about Sanji breaking the snail phone back on uh puffing Tom. Yeah, that'd be a concern. Yeah, we had to clarify. Oda's not addicted to snails. He's only addicted to dogs. <laughs> He's only addicted to dogs. But it also answers our question from before because I also had no idea. I feel like I did know this information, but I, I forgot it like almost everything in one piece. But I didn't think like all their stuff was in the shell. Essentially, they just have little they have transponder backpacks. That's so cute. I like that. I like this snail fact. They're all cyborgs like Frankie. <gasps> Frankie. Frankie was predicted so early then. <laughs> Oda, you genius. I, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I don't think that's how foreshadowing works. <laughs> you you say that, but there are some people in the one piece creator. They're like, oh, this one line hinted at this thing. It's like, I think that was just a coincidence there, buddy. But you know what? Let's go. Let's roll the meme. Yeah, no, it it's not nothing ever beats like uh, like Ichigo's bed sheets. That's the best <laughs> prediction. Um, anyway. Wait. OK, I, I will ask that. I'll ask. I need the answer to like Ichigo's bedsheet things, but off off episode. We have too much to cover today. We Bye. have too much to cover. Anyway, <laughs> I um, don't know what that means, but go on, please. Okay. Please. Anyway, um, anyway, he's just showing it off to his elephant, which we now have the name Funk Freed for the elephant, and the elephant doesn't give a shit. It's just like eating fruit, but just this this whole image of like Spandom is gloating to no one essentially about his gold transponder snail it's so much power ha 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 and he like he keeps like putting his finger over the button like maybe i'm a press it maybe i'm a press it Ooh, like just getting off on it it's kind of weird <laughs> it's he, he, man Lu luchi only gives exposition when people are around to listen this dude is one step above that <laughs> he gloats regardless of who's around is Robin, Robin and Frankie are in the room, right? No, no, we're going to get to that because see a random agent like runs up the stairs, bursts in the room is like director Spandom, pick up the phone, pick up the goddamn phone. <laughs> and like he's he kind of like and Spandom kind of like is like kind of like jumps back a bit like, oh, like almost like he's been caught masturbating or something. <laughs> It's like, oh, sorry, I was stroking my snail. <laughs> yeah, he's just. <laughs> oh, is that what the kids call it now? <laughs> uh, uh, we're adults. <laughs> we, are, we are mature adults. Uh, but basically, there's like a call from the guards like, hey, like you need to pick up the phone. And, you know, because apparently Bluno, when he saw when he uh, picked up the phone earlier to hear the message because he saw it was off the hook. He didn't put the phone back on the hook. <laughs> These people have terrible etiquette. Like, no wonder the government needs to be overthrown. <laughs> so, but also, instead of taking the call, Spandom takes the phone from his office and he goes into the cell, like, next door where Frankie and Robin are, just to taunt them. 
And he brags that even though Straw Hat Luffy has come and beat a whole five of my guards, <laughs> he's about to receive a report about how the gi- the giant gatekeepers, who are very reliable, have definitely crushed all your comrades. <laughs> That's right. I forgot that, like, they're like, oh, yeah, Luffy's only stopped five men. <laughs> yeah. And it's more like 500. Which it's up. Yeah, it, which that number is about to go up. But yeah. It was he was they were trying to revise it to 500, but the guy got knocked out. So all Phantom her was five. And then the CP9 dudes walked in. He just like laid down the phone <laughs> and because he had and he then spent all this time just stroking his snail instead of doing anything with the phone. Like, God, what a what a bastard. <laughs> anyway, he puts the, the phone on speaker because he's dumb to hear the report. And the guards are okay. There are 60 pirates and they've reached the main square before the courthouse. Uh, And we like see an image of like the straw hats doing like cool guy walks, beating up guards as they go. Like Zolo's cutting through stone buildings and people are like, how in the world is he doing that? So we get we get the the great uh, Spandom uh uh, panel where he's uh, like, wait, what? And we have a. the giants have joined. He's like, what about the gatekeepers? Yeah, they uh, they joined the pirates. Uh, we have over 2000 casualties, half of which were defeated alone uh, by Captain Straw Hat Luffy, whose location is unknown <laughs> and like sweating, like snot dripping out of his BDSM nose. Like <laughs> he has a thing over his nose. and He's still dripping snot somehow. It's unsightly. Spandam is very spam gross. And so like he he runs to the window and he sees Bluno fighting Luffy and he's basically just like, what is like, what's going on? <laughs> That's just like bat played yourself. And he's also now left uh, Robin and Frankie to stew with this information that, uh, you know what? They're coming for you. They're coming. They're coming. Yeah. So uh, we see like the Straw Hats and the Water 7 crew breach the courthouse Zolo clears out pretty much everyone because he's overpowered. The others are like about to head upstairs when Zolo like is about to head off the wrong way. And now he's like, how do you get going upstairs wrong? <laughs> so anyway, the, the judge angry at being ignored by by the mall, like he tries to attack. And when Zolo is going to like, yeah, I'll take care of him, too. The Frankie family step in front like, we'll handle this. You go get your friends. So, yeah, that, that now we don't have to deal with him. So we're back on the rooftop with Luffy and Bluto. We're going to continue this fight. Last where we left off, Luffy's face was swirling because Bluto turned it into a door. But now it's over because all open doors must eventually close. <laughs> so wise. Yeah. It also means that like Bluto can't just keep like opening doors everywhere, and just leaving them all around. It it solves that issue. Yeah. O- only like a door open at a time. <laughs> yeah. So Bluto gives Luffy a compliment about dodging his Tempest kick and Luffy just like shit talks back about it being nothing. <laughs> so, you know, Bluto kind of takes offense to this and starts, you know, coming back in with high speed attacks. And, you know, Luffy like keeps dodging and he like he eventually like comes in with a punch and he mashes Bluto's punch and like they collide and they like do nothing. And like he tries to fall up with a punch to the gut. But, you know, through Bluto's iron body, it doesn't get through. And, you know, barely dodging this retaliatory kick, Luffy mm-hmm. jumps back and he's like, all right, can't do it. Can't beat you. 
like this. this. <laughs> what? What? What does this mean? Nani. Nani. So yeah, uh, Luffy goes on this on this whole thing about how after losing to Aokiji, he realized he had to get stronger if he wanted to keep his friends. And during this whole speech, he starts like pumping down on his knees. And we actually see uh, the rubber like moving down and back up. And he says he found a way to take his abilities to the next level. So like as he's doing this, like steam starts coming off his body. He's getting so hot. Yeah. He does a Superman punch on the ground and goes, my abilities have evolved to the next level. Gear two. Gear two. Which um, we, we have to call it gear second because that, that's that's it's gear second. It's gear. Gear two. Not as cool as gear second. Uh, it's it's. Gear two in this, my friend. It it is it is gear two, but gear second sounds so much cooler. I uh, like say say gear second and then say gear two afterwards, and tell me tell me you don't want to continue saying gear second. I mean, I want to say second gear. Second, but, yeah, say second gear. That's also cooler. But you know, it's it's also a uh, solo on the merry go. I mean, you're also wrong there, but <laughs> I can't deny your use of Zolo. Paramethia. Barcelona. Barcelona. Uh, <laughs> that's like the worst recurring joke. <laughs> just the, the, the translations in general. Just They're great. They're fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this this is a pretty famous panel. Like I've seen the, I've seen the panel before. Yeah, it's an iconic pose and panel. But the lead up to it was something I didn't have. And I'm, I'm just going to straight up say it. This is pretty badass. I, I thought this was pretty cool. Fuck yeah, it's badass. <laughs> yeah. Like Luffy's <laughs> eyes getting red. Like uh, I, I love second gear. Second gear is so simple, but so good. Also, his abilities can evolve. Whoa. Yep. Which kind of fits into the whole like you'll you find out more about your 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 devil fruit and how to use it over time. <laughs> But anyway, Blue Nose like trying to figure out what's going on inside Luffy's body because he sees like all the steam coming off of him. He's like, what's going on inside his body? Like he's doing something. So uh, Luffy starts winding up a gum gum attack and Blue Nose like you, it, aiming just gives me time to dodge. So he goes into the whole shave thing to dodge and uh, all of a sudden gum gum <laughs> jet pistol. So not a gum gum pistol, gum gum jet pistol. Gotta go fast. It's a direct hit. <laughs> we, we get a few of these like two thirds page panels nowadays uh, for these fights. It's just a really cool thing uh, where we then have a few other panels showing like other perspectives as Bluto goes flying. It's almost like the Matrix like swirl around thing, but done in like manga form. <laughs> it's very good. It's very cool. Bluto's fucking face of shock and getting the getting the air pumped out of him is so good. Yeah, and like Luffy immediately comes in with a second strike and then a kick. Of course, like these also like fuck him up. And Bluno realizes uh, Luffy's speed comes from him using the shave technique. So Luffy is also using shave. He copied it. Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey do Luffy. Okay. Monkey do Luffy. The D stands for do. Duplicate. Does it? Duplicate Luffy. Uh, we don't know what the D stands for, but the, the D can be anything for a good joke. <laughs> it's provocative. It's provocative. So anyway, uh, Bluno like tries to escape with the air door and like formulate a plan uh, for how to uh, to stop him. He's like, all right, if I turn his body into a door again, that'll interrupt whatever the hell he's doing inside his body. 
So he tries to, you know, go for the head. Like he does it, opens a door behind Luffy's uh, back and tries to hit him. And Luffy just straight like DBZ dodges it. Instant transmission. <laughs> yeah. Just like steps to the side. Quick thing. And Luffy's like, hey, you know, I noticed when you look like you've disappeared. Really, your feet are just hitting the ground 10 times each instant to move. I figured it out. <laughs> I figured it out. Figured out how to do that. So that's how he's copying. So that one, that's what shave is. It is just <laughs> move faster, <laughs> move faster. Yeah, just move it's, faster. Five head. Yeah, yeah. just just move your feet faster and you will go faster. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so funny. It's like Zora learned the sword harder. <laughs> it's so good. Just move harder. Five head. That's the martial arts technique. Move faster. You just go, go fast. I, Iron body is just flex harder. <laughs> probably it's just like it's like that I'm calisthenic crying. thing from uh from freaking like ring fit adventure it's just a defense move from that <laughs> that's all it is it's, absolutely really that's all they've done is they just played a lot of ring fit adventure that's all for cp9 is <laughs> they're they're masters of the game pro gamers yeah so anyway like lufo uh, bluto is like all right i'll use my strongest iron body that'll still stop him gum gum jet bazooka no it doesn't jet bazooka let's not go for a regular pistol or a jet pistol or a regular bazooka jet bazooka god i i don't i think i've mentioned this before i love it when people when like shows will call out their like mover techniques i love that shit oh i love called attacks it's so fun like in in actual fights i mean you're just telling telling your enemy what you're doing but if you could still land her, that's pretty badass, honestly. But I love it. So seeing like the recurrence of just not even just pistol or bazooka, but them getting second gear upgrades. Like that's fucking yeah, sick. Everything in second gear is now jet something. Yeah. I can't wait for jet whip. <laughs> or like jet axe. Jet axe. Fuck, that would be sick. Bring down all, all of Ein's lobby, just like Arlong Park <laughs> with jet axe. All I can think of is now that that scene from that anime where like the guy is like, I'm going to cast magic punch and then he kicks the guy. And like, what about that was magic? He's like, the magic is the kick. <laughs> uh, but that's that's not Mashal. <laughs> no, it's not Mashal. It's, no, it's something else. Yeah. I, I, but, which is also just like a show where you just cast muscle wizard cast fist. <laughs> but anyway, like Bluto's like still up standing there and Goofy's and not Goofy, Luffy. <laughs> Luffy's like, wow, you sure are sturdy. I'll have to show you something more interesting gear. Oh, he fell down gear. What? What, what was he about to do? What was he about to do? <laughs> he see, the thing is, like, why would you name something gear two unless you wanted to continue numbering so luffy this is our our hint that luffy probably already knows gear three and is is ready to break that out <laughs> but very hype very good mo oh i'm so sick anyway continue, continue yeah so that's pretty cool but yeah uh luffy notes like hey my body kind of had trouble keeping up with that i'll have to work on that so uh back outside in the square uh we have commander soge king the giants and Yokozuna who are holding the gate to the courthouse square. So we have all the characters who don't matter uh, inside the courthouse. <laughs> what do you mean? Soge King is our favorite. They're like Condoriano. Uh, it's hey, man, he had a purpose. 
But no, we know Soge King's Usopp now. That's the problem. We know he's Usopp. Yeah, yeah. We now know as the audience it got revealed. But in my heart of hearts, they're two separate characters. I mean, have you ever seen Usopp and Soge King in the same place? Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never seen them. Uh, so, but inside the courthouse, like, this thing has like a million floors to it. And every floor, they're like facing resistance of all these guards. I swear, the guard count goes up to like 3,000 by the time this these chapters are over. Yeah, like it gets up there. <laughs> yeah. So now, uh, though, uh, the time of Robin's execution has been moved and Spandam is having the prisoners prepped to go through the gates of justice. Since once they're on the other side, they'll be basically out of reach of the Straw Hats. Mm-hmm. And uh, so outside we see Kokoro like by by like the train and everything, like, you know, like drinking like, yeah, uh, well, regardless of the outcome here, everyone by the end of this everyone's gonna know that straw hat boy's name yeah they will so uh luffy luffy walks up to the battlements and uh he he with his big oda mouth yells out robin you know like stella stella you know like streetcar named desire classic movie classic just the whole like that's just all that scene reminded me of i think i even linked it to you you did you did as as soon as it happened you're like here (laughs) here this is what this reminded me of. We have to make this joke. Yeah, but Luffy, he came. Luffy, oh, yeah. So several. <laughs> yeah, I also sent you that. Is uh, Several characters react to this uh, with, you know, varying emotions. But most importantly, Frankie, with a smile, goes, he came. He came. <laughs> and that is now in the reaction image folder. <laughs> it's so good. I love Spandam's reaction. Oh yeah, he's he's like not happy about it at all. He's like freaking out. No, he he's so shocked. He's flipping shit. He looks. Like, I'm not gonna say that's 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 not that's too lewd. What I was about to say. Out. Yeah, actually, Spandam looks like he came. Yeah, damn it, he said it. I said it. <laughs> he's got his eyes just like bugging out of his head. <laughs> It's like he can't <laughs> spend him. No, you degenerate. That's what you get for stroking the snail. <laughs> We're kind of on one this episode. Oh, I mean, hey, but we got Robin. We're R- Luffy came for Robin. Yeah, L- Luffy's there. Luffy's here. Speaking of meat on bone, uh, Luffy pulls his emergency meat on bone from his pockets and eats some like it's some goddamn sensu beans. <laughs> he has snacks. <laughs> yep. So that's that's that foreshadowing paying off. See, that's foreshadowing. So, yeah. So Spandam's very upset because Luffy's on the roof where Bluto was. Well, you know, like Bluto's still there, but he's just, like on the ground. And uh, Frankie tells Robin, like, hey, uh, you know, uh, the deal was broken by the government. So, like. Why won't you accept the Straw Hat's help? What are you still running away from? You know, and Frankie then starts doing what you should do anytime the police or anyone else tries to kidnap you to another location. Uh, he begins to poop his pants. <laughs> so <laughs> he gets a big ass. Yeah. So uh, his trunks start expanding with gas and he tells Spandam, hey, uh, I'm going to self-destruct and take you with me. This is a two mile explosion. And uh, Spandam, of course, being an idiot. Uh, believes him and they run away into the next room <laughs> and for some reason this cell has like windows in it so uh frankie like grabs robin aims at the window and finally lets out the big coup de boo fart that he's that he's saved up and uses that to propel th- and uses that to like blast through the window and, but hey luckily there's a safety fence around the ledge 
So they get caught by that. Uh, his chains break, but Robin's sea prism manacles are still intact, which is important. She still does not have her devil fruit. Yeah, she can't just snap people's necks. <laughs> yeah, she can't just pell. She can't just pell spandom and end this entire thing. <laughs> Frankie's like, man, if I had another cola, I could get us across. Oh, well, Straw Hat's there. Go talk to him. And like Luffy's like, oh, hi, Robin. I'll be right there. And Robin's like, go home. Why are you coming to save me? I just want to die. No, Robin. No. So Frankie starts yelling at Robin uh, when Kaku, who is now very angry, uh, like rushes in and kicks Frankie's face into the ledge wall. And people are like, hey, uh, Kaku, upset about your devil fruit? And he's like, shut up. I like it. <laughs> shut up. I think it's cool. <laughs> and then all of CP9 is there posing on the battlements. Because they gotta pose. Gotta pose. I mean, it's what you do. So uh, we have to cut back now to everyone else. And we see uh, Yokozuna continuing to sumo hold the door. But, you know, eventually he falls. And the giants take his place. And they tell uh, the king of snipers that he needs to join his comrades on the rooftop. And he's like, what? And we then see the Frankie family inside the courthouse. They're actually being beat down a bit by the judge. Uh, turns out he's stronger than he looks. Uh, they probably should have let Zolo one-shot him. Uh, but speaking of, like, Zolo has somehow still gotten lost. So he's, like, running around, and so are, like, Chopper and Nami and Sanji. Uh, the CP9 members want to go down and wipe out Luffy. But Spandom, being a sadistic fuck, is enjoying the melodrama of Robin still rejecting Luffy. Again, BDSM man can't just can't stop getting off on all this. So instead of crying, though, like, Luffy just matter-of-factly says, look, we're all here and we're going to save you. So if you're going to die, like do it later. <laughs> yeah. Like do it later. <laughs> like, you know, do it on the ship, I guess. But like, yeah, I'm just going to kick. He says all this while picking his nose. Yeah. Picking a good boogie. We're speaking of sailing, you know, on a technicality, they still haven't set sail. They've gotten on a train, but they haven't set sail. Yeah. Which means the deal should technically still be in effect. But anyway, the straw hats like all burst up through the floor because they finally get up to the top, uh, you know, uh, and actually Zolo gets there first, which pitch pisses off Sanji. He's like Moss head. <laughs> and then through from the sky comes flying. So King thrown by the giants. And he like just sticks the landing, which is great. Uh, Luffy finally yells like, all right, if you want to die or whatever, you can say whatever you want. Whatever you want to say. You have to say it to our face. And the others are like, yeah, he's right. Come back. All that. So they all like line up all the, on the battlements of the courthouse roof and they do their own counter pose. They do their own cool counter pose, which, by the way, Chopper has been in big buff form this whole time. Oh, yeah. From and it's the second, very good. Yeah. From the second they got off the train, he moved to buff form and I'm digging it. It's very good. <laughs> please let Chopper have a good fight. Please, 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 please. Stay tuned. He's got his like he's got his cute little backpack with medical supplies that looks really tiny on Buff Chopper. <laughs> it's, like, it's appropriately sized for Small Chopper, but it's tiny on Buff Chopper, and it's hilarious. But I also need to see Buff Chopper beat someone the fuck up. <laughs> with that out of the way, Spandam Spandam pulls out his golden snail with the power to make a Buster call. He's like, "Yes, Robin, this is the same power that wiped out your home of O'Hara from the maps." And like this actually gets a reaction out of Robin who yells at him to stop. And uh, again, sadistic fuckhead spandom 
he gets all giddy, like, doing his whole stroking thing, like, wee, should I press it? Should I press it? Mm, I'm gonna press it. And uh, the Straw Hats notice, like, Robin's getting incredibly emotional with her protests. And, like, as she kneels, crying, we enter. Finally. Sad Robin backstory. I'm so... I I love Robin's backstory. I love Robin's backstory. It's sad backstory time. Ooh, I'm gonna try my best not to fucking cry. (laughs) I will admit, this did get kind of emotional. Yeah, it's it's very good. Uh, I'll send you the episodes that the that this covers. I think watching it hits hard too. It's very good. Like I didn't get like super emotional with uh Belmare and Nami's stuff. Uh, but even though this was almost kind of a retread of it, don't at me. It it hits a little bit harder. But we also spend a little bit more time with it. We've had you yeah. know like hundreds more chapters with Robin than we had with Nami at the time. Yeah, we also get a backstory that's more than, like, a chapter. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we see young Robin minding her own business, uh, reading, being bullied by other kids for being a monster. And, like, we see she already has her devil fruit, even at a young age. So, oh, uh, the theory that, like, her getting her devil fruit was what uh, caused her bounty, like, that's gone. Uh, it's something else. It's something else. What could it have been? What could it be? It could be thought crime. Uh, so, anyway, her aunt, uncle, and cousin have her in this like cinderella situation because we have to just keep like cranking up the suffering meter and the only place that she feels good is in the center of town at this giant tree of knowledge it's a giant tree that houses the archaeology society and they're awesome they throw robin a surprise party with cake to congratulate her on passing her test to get her phd in archaeology which means robin is actually dr robin and we've been <laughs> not saying that this whole time. It's fine. It's a PhD. It's a PhD. It's not real. Don't at me. <laughs> don't, I don't, don't have Twitter, us. but don't at me. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Professor Clover, uh, who is the Dumbledore of this group with crazier hair, is like, you can now that you're an archaeologist for real, you can study anything you want. And Robin's like, I want to unravel the mystery of the void of history. And he's like, nope, that's taboo. Can't do that. Can't do that. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Also, before we continue, I want to point out that we get to see uh, the planet surrounded by various other planetoids in the in this scene. And I just want to point out that's very cool. Also, do we have many moons? Because uh, like, like. A lot of those like other planetoids are pretty close to the to the big planet. But that's a future question. But I wanted to point that out. I don't know if you noticed it, Matt, the big globe that's in the middle. I didn't pay attention to it. But wow, that is. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of time. Yeah, that's (laughs) why that's why I'm like, hmm, space (laughs) space like we 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 know an L went to space. Are we going to go? space i would love one piece to hit space arc at some point that'd be so stupid i mean maybe like the closest one is the moon and the others are like other planets and they think that it's like a um a geocentric view of the of the solar system or something where all the everything revolves around the earth maybe probably well it's it's not explained but uh I just think it's really neat especially just seeing how close a lot of the larger planetoids are yet we only ever see one moon in any like night scene we're in so clearly these things aren't like 
actually as close as this model is makes me uh le- er, leads me to believe to be fair these guys are like not very good at their jobs <laughs> they the, I mean, this dude's named Professor Clover and his hair and beard are shaped like that of clover petals or leaves, I guess. Yeah. Very good, though. But anyways, let's continue with Robin being a doctor at the age of eight. Yeah. Whoa. I think she cheated. I think she uh, clearly used her cool, super uh, devil fruit powers to put eyes around like like inside books or near books that are open to have the answers. Like she shouldn't examined it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She shouldn't examined it. I mean, maybe <laughs> she's test. supposed to be smart. Just a genius though. Yeah. I mean, we, we know Robin's smart. Yeah. But anyway, she's confused. Cause she's like, yeah, but like, uh, if I research the Poneglyph, I'll understand what happened during the hundred years. And Clover realizes, uh, have you been using your powers to peek into the basement at night? Uh, because yeah, they're definitely doing heresy late at night in the basement. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're doing they're doing treachery. We are doing a heresy. <laughs> we are doing a horse heresy. Let's go. And they fi- we we find out it's a capital crime to even try to decipher opponent glyph. So uh, Clover tells her, "No, if you try to go to the basement again, you will be forbidden from coming back. It's for your own good. You don't need to get caught up in heresy. No heresy for you, Robin. No heresy for you." So crying on the beach, Robin finds this giant castaway washed up <gasps> and she, you know, uses her hands like his creepy little crab things, to, like pull him out of the water. And he's a uh, he's a diff. And he uh, says uh, he's a different giant than the savages of Elbath. He's a gentle giant. Don't tell anyone about Aww. me, though. There are people after me. I'm going to build a raft and leave. Don't worry. And uh, he laughs with this like there is she, 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 she. Which Robin finds funny and they they both laugh together and the giant's like, when you're laughing, you can be happy. After all, when you're happy, you laugh. So it should work the other way, right? <laughs> I love soul. Yeah, he, he introduces himself as Jaguar D. Saul. Saul, Jaguar D. Saul. And he says every member of his family has that as their middle initial. Ooh. Ooh, we're we're going to talk about that at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a pin that's in such that. Good world. Meta meta lore. Let's go. Meta plot, meta plot, meta plot, meta plot, meta plot. So then we also see CP9 from 20 years ago with us. Director Spandine getting a call to go out to the West Blue. So uh, Saul's finishing up his raft and he asked about Robin and uh you know she's like i want to research the void of history and he's like he kind of lets on like he knows about the void but also that it's a crime to look into it and robin's like well don't tell anyone but my mom is going all around the world to research it and he's like uh what's your mom's name and she's and she's like uh oh uh nico ovia and she's like and he's like uh wait is this o'hara and it's like oh no a navy battleship's on the way do not tell the government you're a scholar. So uh, Robin's going to head back to the tree to uh, to warn them. And thus will begin the uh, ever changing amount of distance between the shore and the tree, because I swear it's as long as the plot demands. Yeah, <laughs> like it. It feels weird that it keeps stretching, but it's either instantaneous or 
or takes forever. Yeah, it it definitely uh, is plot driven. <laughs> yeah, it's me- it's measured in plot inches, <laughs> miles per plot, <laughs> miles per plot. Yeah, yeah, that Robin's running speed is miles per plot because we see back at the tree, Olvia has returned, and she's letting the the others know also. Uh, hey, government on the way. They know we're doing a heresy. <laughs> uh, she she is the only survivor of like the 30 something person investigative team. But they know that the team was from O'Hara. So they're on their way. And they're like, they can't decide, like, do we evacuate? Do we preserve all the knowledge in these artifacts? And like, Olvia is sad because she feels like she doesn't have the right to go see Robin because she abandoned her years ago. Like, she's glad she's alive and doing well. But, like, she can't really see her. So Olvia is going to grab a gun and run to the coast to try and take the fall for all the scholars. So uh, at the same time, we see CP9 land and we see out at sea uh, on a ship awaiting orders. Vice Admiral Kuzan, who in the text box lets us know, will later become Admiral Aokiji. (gasps) Kuzan, we get their name now. We get his name. And kind of further confirmation that the admiral titles are like titles of the position. Um, so we'll we'll get to it. Um, but Aokiji is unique to Kuzan. But yes, uh, admirals get like a, a nickname, and there is a theme to every admiral. Yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all color animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he's bluebird. Uh, we're gonna we 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 know there's like the bluebird, the red dog, and the yellow monkey. Yes. Um. Uh, because I can't be bothered to remember what yellow is in Japanese. I'm very bad at this. I don't speak Japanese at all. Ditto. <laughs> yeah. I also don't remember uh, Adam Sandler. What? Damn it. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's what the, the character reminds me of. They're modeled after a different uh, TV actor. As all admirals are, they are based on um, Japanese actors for their inspiration for their looks. Japanese. But is Adam Sandler a Japanese actor? No, 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 no. It's it, Whenever we meet um, the... Um, that admiral i'm blanking on their name um you will you'll see where i'm coming from because it, it looks like a specific adam sandler character but if you look at like the actual like character that they're the uh japanese actor who inspired the design you'd be like oh yeah no like definitely that dude not adam sandler but i in my brain every time i think of him i just go like oh yeah adam sandler guy all right it's kind of like it's almost like an uh, like an uh an eneru and an eminem type thing yeah, except Eminem is the, the actual model. Right, right, but that's the idea. Is, is, you know, <laughs> yeah, famous yeah. people are modeled after. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, CP9, they like they start raiding the island, and they tell everyone who's not a scholar, get on the evacuation vessel uh, while they investigate the scholars. So uh, Olvia tries to shoot Spandine, but it doesn't kill him. It just, like, messes up his jacket. and But, like, he's like, oh, no, I'm dying. Give word to the headquarters that should I die, my son should fill my position. So, you know, that's that's how Spandam gets his role, nepotism. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he tells Olvia that they are here to make an example of O'Hara since it has its renown as a scientific hub. That way they can scare people away from investigating the hundred year void. So uh, Robin reaches the tree to find the scholars captured outside and they try to tell her to leave. And like the the government agents like never really accost Robin. It's kind of interesting. She's just able to just like walk up to these prisoners and like say hi. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're a ch- she's a child. Yeah. Like it, it, they don't one they don't know they're a devil fruit user, and two it's like it's a child. What's a child going to do to with a whole bunch of marines and CP nine? You know. Yeah. 
which again, like CP nine being like this whole like old people only know about CP one through eight, but they're secretly CP nine. Like everyone fucking knows about CP nine. Yeah, what was everyone knows what about was CP9. the need for that plot point? That's that's going there. Yeah, anyway. to, to be cool, to be stylish. Yeah, to be stylish. Anyway, the agents in the tree confirmed that they found the pentaglyph in the basement. But like, you know, they can't do anything to it. They like it won't break or anything. So uh, Robin says, like, this isn't fair. Like and spanning spanning's like, hey, look, the scholar's true objective is to create a super weapon. And Professor Clover is like, that's not true. <laughs> and please, please let us talk to the five elders about our discoveries and hypothesis on the void century. So uh, we're we're going to get some of that. Plot, 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 plot. I don't know. This is it's interesting, like to get like we first hear about it in Skypea and it's very clearly linked to Robin. And we've been following the Poneglyphs since Alabasta. But like it's it's getting clear. It's more and more linked into our overall meta plot. And like what we're doing is is the search for this history. Um, um, It's a pretty interesting thing. Yeah, it is. I'm I can't wait to learn about it, Uh, like more of it. From like a cur- person who is current, I I want to know more. <laughs> I want to know more. Yeah, because like you know way more than I do. You've you've got another like six hundred chapters on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we get we get more, so stay tuned. It's very good what we get to learn, uh, but it's n- not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. Yeah. It's barely much more than what we'll get here. <laughs> yeah. So so Spanning gets the the elders on speaker snail for Clover, and he's like, all right. He he goes on basically this whole lecture. The great mystery is not the Poneglyph itself, but why the Poneglyph? <laughs> why were they made? Who needs un- who needs unbreakable stone tablets? Our logical conclusion is there was an enemy, which is something we also heard about with Shandora, if we remember, that the point of the bell was to like ward off the enemy that they think like the ancient Shandora um, not the what the Shandians are in, but like the old Shandora uh, was destroyed by the enemy. And the Poneglyph was put there because it was such like an anti-enemy stronghold. Whoever made the Poneglyphs were eliminated by the enemy. And that enemy survived, which is what necessitates the Poneglyphs. Coincidentally, the world government began 800 years ago at the end of the Void Century. So... Based on what they've read, there was this massive kingdom of which no trace remains. More than the weapons. What is so threatening to the world government is the very existence and idea of this kingdom that existed. And right before Clover can say, like, the name of this kingdom was, the elder on the phone gives this order, shoot him. And Clover is immediately shot and cut off. So we don't get to find out the name of the kingdom here. But we know now that it was some massive world spanning kingdom that everyone that all these nations got together and fought against. And the world government is the enemy. Yeah, we got here, boys. Let's go. We finally got to the to the thing, to the big thing. The world government is bad. This is where One Piece begins. This is where One Piece truly begins. It only took us 395 chapters. <laughs> what it, it it really does feel sometimes like a joke, like, hey, One Piece gets good 300 chapters, 300 episodes in. But like One Piece doesn't start till then. This is where <laughs> One Piece starts. So uh, 
Yeah, the elders goes, uh, Ohara has learned too much, attack. And and Spanding presses the golden snail and initiates the buster call. And for some reason, he has to do it like sideways gangsta style. Like, I don't know why, but he feels cool, I guess. So uh, (laughs) Spanding's trying to take Ovio away since she still has some other piece they need. And Robin like looks at her and does this whole like, are you my mommy thing? And Olvia's like, uh, I think you're mistaking me for someone else. And she's like, no, I'm Robin. Don't you recognize me? I even studied hard enough to read the poneglyph. And the CPI agent's like, well, the guess she has to die, too. Because, like, she's just admitted she could read the poneglyphs. But at the same time, cannon fire from the buster call starts to pepper the island. Because, you see, uh, Spanding's an idiot. And did not realize that they should get off the island before sounding the buster call. So to avoid like die, it's it's almost like that scene from the Iron Giant when the guy is like, fire the nuke at the giant now. And they're like, you idiot, where were the giant is? <laughs> where is the giant, Mansley? Like it, it's kind of that kind of energy. It's 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 so good. It's so funny. We we needed a little levity in this moment of tragedy. Oh, it's real tragic because now uh, now Robin and, Ol- and Olvia can have their moment together like, oh, I'm so sorry, all this. And then Saul shows up and Olvia is like, why are you here? Actually, never mind. Just make sure Robin escapes. Um, mysteriously, Olvia still has things to do here and we never see her again. And we never see her again. <laughs> I I have a theory that they're still around. <laughs> hey, no nobody nobody no death. No nobody no death. We learned this from Pell. Oh but yeah. I hope I hope I hope Nico Olvia comes back. They're so cool looking. I love their design. Oh yeah, she's got the, this pretty cool design. But yeah, she um she definitely did something and we'll figure that out. But yeah, uh as Saul's carrying Robin away, Olvia screams at Robin to live, which is important because that's in direct opposition to what she's saying now. So Kuzan's men on the shore uh, spot the deserter, Saul, which gives us like a sub mini flashback to Vice Admiral Saul interrogating the prisoner, Olvia, and having a change of heart comparing what she says to what's like on the buster call order. So a, uh, a cannon actually hits Saul and he like shrugs it off and like sets Robin down and then he picks up and throws a whole ass boat. So um, Robin tries to run off the evacuation ship. And the people on the evacuation ship are all like, oh, no, it's the monster. Go away. Uh, so she runs back to Saul uh, and Kuzan. But at that point, Kuzan has caught up to Saul and he uh, ice ice fruits Saul. So uh, Saul pleads with Kuzan, like, is this right? Like, we shouldn't be doing this. And uh, the evacuation ship then blows up and it looks like uh, Vice Admiral Sakazaki hit it. And we see Sakazaki, whose nameplate indicates he will later become Admiral Akainu, saying uh, they had to destroy the ship to ensure not a single scholar escaped. So we have very different uh, personalities and ideas between two of the current admirals. So that's just like an interesting bit of characterization there. Also, uh, there it's pronounced Admiral Akainu. Akainu, whatever. I'm I'm just reading the poor manta, yeah. No, I I got what you said. Uh, Aka Inu, because Inu's dog. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so Saul, uh, Saul tells Robin uh, to run, and someday you will meet friends who will protect you. 
No one is born into this world alone. And when it's unbearable, just laugh. And uh, Kuzan gives his signature line, uh, it's ice time. <laughs> uh, while Saul uh, Darashi's his last shishi. Darashi, shishi. Oh, God, I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit. <laughs> it... It would be less it would be uh, less funny if he didn't actually say ice time like it's Mormon time. <laughs> it's Mormon time, which kind of like I, I have to like knock some points off of uh, Aokiji for that, because like, come on, that's kind of lame. It's it's pretty lazy. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he uh, he decides he's like, mm, I'm going to let you go to Robin. I'm going to see what this seed that Saul has planted grows up to be. But if you try anything, I'll be the first to come after you. Uh, so he creates this like line of ice on the sea so that Saul's raft will carry her to land. And so like we have we end we kind of end it with a tiny Robin uh, derishing on the raft away from the burning island as we see like everyone dying in the burning tree. And then we get like a little a, a very fast like flash forward through the rest of Robin's life where Spanning vows that Robin will be recaptured because I guess they were able to confirm all the bodies or something and and just know that she got away. They somehow know she got away. So I, I feel like Kuzan probably said something, right? I mean, why would he like if he goes? Yeah, I let someone go. Like, I feel like that would really have hampered his ability to become an admiral especially for like the crime she's committed. Yeah, so, but uh they they do blame her their escape on Saul. Yeah, they blame the escape on Saul and uh uh Sakazaki is like I tried to get close. Oh yeah, Sakazaki tried to seize her and he tries to go after her, but his rudder just like freezes up. And Kuzan stays silent at that. But we see Robin growing up and she's constantly betrayed by people going after the bounty. Going from like legitimate people taking her in who then, you know, their greed gets the better of them to pirates who eventually try to turn her in for the bounty and like their own amnesty. And uh, finally to Crocodile. Uh, who is looking for someone who can decode Poneglyphs. And we also see during that journey, she found at least one other Poneglyph uh, during this like sequence. And I think that's important to know, like. The Alabaster Poneglyph wasn't the first one she had seen since O'Hara. Yeah, which I want to know where that one is. Yeah, because we know it's in a forest, given like it's just around trees. But yeah, it's in like a clearing just like by itself. Yeah, like who knows where that one is, but it's probably not important because uh, some Poneglyphs probably just have a bit of information, but I'm sure Robin will, will piece it all together for us at, at the end of the series. Yeah, or nearing the end, I guess. Yeah, so back in the present, Robin tells Spandom that if he presses that button, everyone, including CP9, will be killed. And she tells the Straw Hat she is burdened by the darkness of the world, and she doesn't want to burden them and have to deal with the pain of that darkness forcing them to betray her. And uh, Spandom laughs, and he's like, look at that symbol, pirates, pointing to like the world government flag on top of the tower. <laughs> he's like, do you realize how frivolous it is to resist that? And Luffy's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, I get it. Uh, Soga King, shoot down that flag. So Soga King pulls out his new weapon, this giant staff slingshot, uh, the pachinko shooter, Kabuto. Kabuto. And uh, 
he hits the flag with a fire pellet and burns it without i want to point out without hesitation no hesitation no question just like "Mm -hmm, yeah nope time for my new weapon boom so we get whole legions of oda mouthed people witnessing this declaration of war and spandom just loses it he's like do you realize what you've done the whole world is now your enemy (laughs) they're fucking pirates yeah the whole world was already their enemy and luffy yells bring it on robin say you want to live and robin looks at the assembled straw hats remember saul remember soge king's words uh, to have faith in luffy and we get this this really amazing buildup where it's like you know if it's really okay to make a little wish i she yells i want to live take me to sea with you I'm and crying. uh <laughs> And Frankie, Frankie himself is also overcome with emotion. He's like, I love you guys. <laughs> He's like, I like you guys so much. <laughs> He's so, God damn it. I'm Frankie right and now. <laughs> hey, at the same time, the Frankie family come through and they get the drawbridge lowered and it is go time. <laughs> it's go time, baby. Oh, and that's the end of our reading. <laughs> That is the end of the reading, but not the end of the episode. Oh my god, I'm crying. Hold on, I need a minute, please. Oh, it is oh. very emotional. Oh, I have to, I will send you after after we're done here, the, that scene, that scene, the I want to live scene uh, in the anime. I'll send you that I think you already sent. You already sent it to me. Oh yeah, I did, I did, I did. What'd you think of it? I didn't watch it. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> watch it after this, and then we'll talk about it next week. Uh, Okay sure i mean you can watch it now we'll take a break we'll take a minute nah, <laughs> watch I'm it good. now i'm good i want your thoughts on on because like her screaming it's so good uh this is specifically i sent you the english dub which i think is good i will also send you the japanese dub yeah if you i prefer. forgot that they got actually got that far in um in english for some reason i didn't think they got that far oh yeah no they're they're getting i think release wise they're now at wano like the beginning of wano are about to get there dubbed jesus uh, the, the I think the beginning of Wano or almost to Wano is getting dubbed. I, uh, I I don't follow the dub for some reason. I thought the dub just like cut off at some point. It it did. It did for the longest time. And then it picked back up like a handful of years later. I don't know why it stopped. I would imagine like a weird licensing thing or just like something. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it did stop for a period. The dub did stop for a period of time. And then it picked back up a handful of years ago and they've been speed running. They've been speed running to catch up, but I think it's only available on DVD and Blu-ray. I don't think it's on their streaming services or it might be on Funimation streaming service specifically. Yeah. I know it's on crunchy. crunchy. It's on, on crunchy. No, not the dub. Anyways, at least the time recording. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Netflix only has up to last. I saw Netflix only had up to a little bit past Skypea. I think they weren't too Netflix. Didn't have more than like, they definitely were not pre time skip. Or not uh, post time skip. Sorry. At least last I checked, which was a handful of months ago, but I don't have Netflix anymore, so can't look, can't look, but I won't look. But anywho, watch the thing. We'll take a we'll take a two minute break. We'll come back. I'm already watching it. So good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm always impressed at how the anime is able to take different like a page and turn it into like four minutes (laughs) i mean they took a few pages and turned it into like two and a half minutes okay i think it's it's, fine it's amazing 
anyway it's very but both the the dub and the japanese for uh actresses for robin and them screaming i want to live is so good they they really did it they, they, screamed they their definitely heart out. did it they did it. they said the line they said the line they did the thing they said they the, thing. the thing yep but yeah but yeah <sighs> water seven good it's it's definitely a good arc um it's hitting the right emotional beats it needs to. It's hitting the right cool factor. Um, the whole like battlement lineup is uh, is awesome. Big fan of that. Big fan of like any kind of like lineup like that, especially how they're all lining up to fight. Yeah. Which now moves into some of our our other things. I'm actually gonna switch around the order. I'm gonna I want to talk about these. I actually want to start off with uh, kind of some predictions. Uh, who's okay. gonna fight who? So uh, what I what I really want is I want there to be a uh, a fight where you have like two on two. But what I really don't want it to be is to be like Chopper versus like Zipper Mouth Guy and then like Soge King and one of the other joke characters. Like, I really don't want that. That would be sad. That would be sad. Um, it, But I'm pretty sure zipper mouth guy is gonna fight chopper and i'm i'm also pretty sure I've, I've already even seen a scene of uh califa versus nami i'm pretty sure that happens if i have to like put it together it's like probably gonna be like luchi and luffy have to fight because like luffy called him and luchi's the strongest they have to fight it's how it has to go uh but we're gonna have like probably like kaku versus sanji uh kaku versus sanji yeah, as much as okay. I would love a Soga King versus Kaku for long nose supremacy, <laughs> the fact that uh, Kaku has already come in with kicks, it, it kind of feels like we should have kick person versus kick person, and then for Zolo, sword person versus sword person. <laughs> Who's the sword person? Uh, I forget the name, but there, there was a person with a sword. There was, there was a person with there a was sword. There was a person I, with a sword. I forgot who had the sword, though. Yeah, I can't remember which of them has a sword, but one of them has a sword. But I'll, and as we all know, it's always sword versus solo. But Sanji versus Kaku is your thing, and then Zoro versus whichever one of the whatever one of the Eddie's lobby uh, members has the sword, and then the other one is the one who like Soga King would fight. Yeah, uh, who's Frankie gonna fight though? Frank. Frankie doesn't fight anyone. Maybe Frankie will fight. Uh, he'll fight uh, Funkburger, the uh, the elephant. <laughs> oh, I can't uh, wait for you to get to the elephant. Can't wait for you to see what they're about. It's very good. You'll be like, oh, man, this is so great. <laughs> will be your exact words. You'll be like, this is great <laughs> this is this is worse than banana gator uh, no no fun fact you will be you will be like oh this is like the thing in alabasta so it could be banana gator it's, who knows it's banana gator tier i don't yeah, know what yeah, it is yeah. with evil people in one piece and having a weird animal but that's that's just how it goes that's how yeah, it we be. had arlong with the cow uh fish thing yeah uh, mumu momo yeah um we had Lionel Richie, our favorite character, our mascot, our boy, our oh, big yeah. cheese, the captain we wish we had. But they're not evil. They're not evil. That's oh, why he's captain. Yeah, yeah. They're they're obviously not evil. Um, I mean, Wobble kind of created 
the the body horror that is Helmet blah, 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 blah. I mean, he's also not like main main villain either. Like we're talking like saga villain, like saga villain, like a saga villain. Oh, yeah. Three out of four saga villains had a had a thing. Arlong, Crocodile, Enel didn't have one, but like that's fine. Yeah, Enel didn't have one. Man, no. With the I not I guess the snake. No, fills that like role, the, the snake was not. It's obviously side. not a Nell snake, but like yeah. I think a Nell, I think the snake fits that big animal for the saga role, even though they're not the 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 pet. They are the big animal. Yeah, of the arc. I mean, uh, Anel's Anel's guy had Holly the dog. Holly the dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Holly the dog that we defeated by being a dick to dogs. <laughs> it's the dog was so loyal that it would knock itself out for Zolo. It's so, such a good puppy, though. Such a good boy. They listened just too well. I'm interested to see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll be very excited with the fights. I think we get some good fights. We get a pretty badass chopper moment. Um, we get a cool thing. We get a cool thing. Kind of forgot that it existed until I like read ahead. And I was like, oh, fuck, it happens in this arc. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I just want Chopper to be a relevant fighter. That's all. Is that too much to ask? It is. Uh, yeah. It's, it <laughs> we is. have many fighters. We need a doctor. They're a doctor, not a fighter. <laughs> I'm a healer, but it's because because we have Sanji and Zolo already. It's it, we don't really need much more. So, yeah, look, we need we we need mercy, not battle mercy. OK, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's just um, uh, the other the other big prediction is like, how is this saga going to end? Especially now that they've declared war. It's like, is is someone how like, how are they going to get out of this? Because there's no way no one's like radioing like other ships. Right. You know, so yeah, like like something's going to have to happen. Right. Like they can't just let, you know, Ein's lobby keep being under attack. So like is is some bigger force going to come in and like hit the reset button and provide the straw hats an opportunity to escape? I don't know. We we have the buster call snail. So that's still a player. Yeah, that would be the trope. Expand him like his daddy. Probably. Spandine. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, the nepotism is is really rough. <laughs> it's it's real. Oh, uh, the nepotism <laughs> be real. But yeah. Other things I want to talk about is uh, gear two and copying the powers. Yeah. Gear two. So. Yeah, him him training for it's pretty cool. Like, I really like the introduction of it. It's nice to have like now some kind of reason for Luffy to be finding stronger people now. Because if you were to say, because it, it really does like kind of stretch this belief, if you were to say Luffy never once gets stronger over the course of the series from like East Blue to now. Yeah. They, so I mean, by, they, by having something like this, it lets us like justify that. Yeah. I mean, they don't get stronger. They get those temporary power boosts with gear two. Uh, right, it makes them a bit faster and stuff, but it doesn't really make them like overall their base is not stronger. But I love these power ups. Uh, I can't wait for us to eventually get to obviously the third and then so on and so forth. Very excited. Um, but I will stand that Luffy doesn't I mean, I actually saw gear four when it came out because everyone was memeing on gear four when it came out. Yeah, fucking gear gear four is post time skip and it's so yeah. cool. So like, I know when that happens. But I didn't know when Gear 3 showed up and to kind of have this uh, foreshadowing that Luffy already has 
that he gets gear two and three at the same time, that it's going to be so long till gear four is interesting. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm excited for gear three. I'm excited for you to see it. I'm excited for its reveal. I'm, I'm very excited. I like gear. Th- I think gear three is my favorite gear, but I also just think it's, <laughs> it's just a really good one. It's really good. I like it a lot. And when we get to it, you'll see why I personally think gear three is very good. Yeah. Yeah, I already, I already like Gear yeah. 2, though. Gear 2 is uh, I, I actually hope that we're able to complete this uh, arc without needing to dip into Gear 3, personally. Just like Gear... So, so just so that can be something we pull out later, but that it's, that it's foreshadowed this early that Luffy's considering what Gear 3 would be is good. Yeah. And then also that, like, the six powers... I, I thought there would be, like, something more to it, but that it's just, like, copying and training, and that's it. Well, it removes like a little bit of the mystery behind them to an extent, because like they they seem to have like a little bit of mystery to them. Like there's like there was more to it than these are just really strong guys that at the very least shave going back to, oh, these are people who are just really good at martial arts. Uh, I mean, shave is like they're like, oh, I saw you move your feet a bunch of times. It's like, yeah, but like, how do you move your feet that fast in place to like quickly like move when you need to right like that that's move faster five head yeah just move faster but like iron body is still kind of mysterious like i i joke that it's like oh you're just flexing harder but like it clearly it's something you're turning on and off else like you would just inherently flex which is interesting that like it's not an inherent ability for them like they can't just subconsciously turn iron body on and off when needed they have to focus to do it well, if you're flexing a certain way, you have to hold it. Yeah. And at the very least, Pluto. Yeah. Because um, yeah, we haven't really seen other people do much more outside of being like Iron Body. We haven't seen prolonged fights with anybody outside of now Bluno. Well, Bluno, it also felt like was the one who was the best at Iron Body outside um, of the Seppuku guy uh, at Aeneas Lobby. Yeah. But of like the Water 7 CP9s, it seems like Bluno's whole thing was being like the Iron Body specialist. So Luffy breaking through him uh, was important. Yeah, he he crashed through Blue Nose door, <laughs> knocked out my door, <laughs> knocked out my door. <laughs> What'd you do? Yeah, and uh, the D name, the D name. We yeah. have we have four people with D names right now. Can Monkey you name D, them? Monkey D, Luffy, mm-hmm. Orcas D Ace, yeah, Gold D Roger, and yeah. Jaguar D Saul. Yeah. Jaguar these all Jaguar these nuts. Jaguar these nuts. <laughs> but yeah, but one thing is like one of the big questions about when Ace showed up is like, why is he Luffy's brother? What does that mean? Well, if you view everyone with the D name as family, then that changes things. Like, is it is Ace really Luffy's biological brother, or are they brothers like in blood? In blood and name. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I, I am going to not get overly excited, but we do get uh, an answer to how they are brothers uh, later on. And it's very oh, I'm sure good. we do. We I'm sure we eventually get sad ace backstory because we have we, to. No, we don't get we never get sad. Actually, it's we, the rule of one piece. Can't wait for Luffy's tragic sad backstory. Yeah, exactly. Chapter one. Chapter one. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's. That's something interesting because we we've now seen a giant habit, someone who is clearly not biologically connected to them. So 
that throws a little bit of a wrench in there as to like so it's like who can carry the will of d yeah the yeah exactly which i think is very good because it's like wait how come we have regular humans with the d and then a giant because saul is the fifth giant now we've seen fifth yeah yeah and so and they're all the only ones with a d name yeah because uh, i think he's the yeah. six because i think there was one on foxy's crew uh a giant it was oh, there might have been i yeah, don't was, i don't specifically call but we don't really get to enjoy a lot of foxy's crew unfortunately it, he was like half giant half fish man during the second game oh shit was that the first time we've seen a half fishman yeah oh fuck oh i thought i thought we got the first one way way later holy shit that didn't register uh, that's awesome yeah that's cool which means we can have interspecies people, which is pretty yeah. fucking sick. Wow, also, wow, wow. do fi- do fishmen do fish people lay eggs? I really don't want to think about that. <laughs> we'll find out in Fishman Island, baby. It's interesting that we have like I keep saying interesting a lot. I mean, it is interesting. It is, yeah. But it's something that's like I'm keeping in mind of trying to like trace this all together because like I I know I know the term will of D like I. I've heard that um, even the second yeah. opening starts with inherited will like they, they don't hide it. Although a uh, fun fact, um, because when we were w- looking through uh, the anime for G8, um, everyone had like parts of their sad backstory in that opening. And so did Robin. And I realized it was actually like almost like frame for frame of her being in like Cinderella house. Like when she's <laughs> when she's crying herself to sleep at night. I skip opening, so I wouldn't even have caught well, it. That's because you're a savage. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's only one One Piece opening I care about, <laughs> and our theme is modeled after it. <laughs> there is no other theme. The best theme. <laughs> the best theme. And then I guess we are follow second. We are as good, but yeah, I really, I, I really liked the second one after uh, watching the movie. Um, but anyway. You know what? Uh, it is getting time for us to hit that opening. So why don't you give us our next set of chapters? Is that it? We're only talking about the the giant and the there's nothing else. Uh, there, I mean, there's two other things. There's um, yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing is uh, just the note that I understand that the chapter covers have been pretty fire. But I kind of want to I kind of want to talk about them after they finish as like, yeah, a, no, we have to talk about them after they finish because it has our boy, <laughs> our boy. <laughs> yeah. Our, our boy, our boy, uh, Lionel L. Richie, our, uh, our, our boy, no, Lionel our other Richie. Boy. Yeah, our other yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. 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 Our good boy, Bunkley. <laughs> yeah. But it's when, when that finishes, we'll go over it. Um, from from the beginning yeah but some of the ch- chapter covers we got that aren't like related to the the side story like the chapter titled uh demon child uh which is part of robin's backflash we got a really nice like two two page spread like image that i really like it's robin and luffy just in the jungle like safariing. i think it's really nice it's it's a really nice image i really like it there's a colored version available and it's super sick i'll i'll find it and i'll share it to you uh later yeah, there's a lot of good of like the art chapter covers interspersed with this, which is part of why the chapter cover story takes is taking a while to wrap up. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like we, we talked a bit about it during uh, the flashback, but the whole Kainu versus Aokiji thing and how like kind of different they are. So like seeing how they've gotten they've grown up, how Aokiji is doing this because he feels like a responsibility. But like just like the 
the possibility that Aokiji is is sympathetic, that like Saul, he could be turned. It's just yeah. kind of like a nice little hanging thread there. It's very good. Uh, I love the characterization of Aokiji because like we get a bit of it early on in Long Green Long Land. Yeah. Um, where it's like, who is who is this guy? Kind of mysterious. Also, why the fuck? Like, he's a badass. He's fucking taking. He's freezing people. Holy shit! And then he just fucking dips. He's like, ah, okay, I'm bored. I gotta go. My watch says uh, it's time to leave. The plot demands it. Yeah. And then like we we're like, okay, so he's like a badass, but like he is gonna let him go. But he fucking narks to CP9 to be like, yo, hey, Straw Hat's going to Water Seven. Ha ha. And it's like, what did what did what's uh, what's yeah. his motivation? What's yeah. he what's he doing? <laughs> And like, why would he give authorization for a Buster call if he if he in the last Buster call thought it was wrong? Like, why would he do that again? Yeah, like what? Like Aokiji is a character that I am just like, I, I don't understand your motivations, my guy. Like you're too you're too ice cold with them. There, there's also like a uh, a kind of hint throughout that spanding uh, spandom, not spandy spandom had lied about something to get the buster call my my prediction on that is that he lied about robin pursuing the super weapon and that's why aokiji uh relented with the buster call because we know she isn't about the super weapon but that's the big fear is that she would do the super weapon yeah because it involved like pluton is involved like because that's what cp9 is after is they're after pluton yeah like their whole justification for taking her yeah and it's like oh robin's also at water seven she's trying to get it right like that was part of the the initial water seven thing like why uh people are like why did robin turn why is she trying to steal pluton and it turns out like no she isn't she just is trying to uh be a good girl and save her friends from you know being killed by the marines but uh you know all uh, of course we're here now spandam lied about not going to kill her friends yeah spandam lied about a lot of things He's a liar who lies. Spandam's a big liar. Man, uh, they're not even good lies. Like, at least Usopp tells really good lies. (laughs) Does he? (laughs) I don't know. You know, Usopp technically, so far, has only lied about a few things and has predicted others. Usopp hasn't even shown up to Ennius Lobby, so. Yeah, like, where the fuck are Where the fuck is Usopp? Usopp? No, No, he (laughs) dipped on the train. Yeah, he got on the train. He's like, I'm fucking out. (laughs) Yeah. This is this is like uh when when your friend leave it's like when your friend leaves a D and D session, like a D and D campaign, and you bring someone else in who like their job is to fill the same like they're filling the same role in the party, <laughs> but it's like it you have to just like drop them in. Yeah, this is like someone. <laughs> this is like changing uh like players mid D and D campaign or something. It's so good. Or just swapping characters. Like, hey, uh, I don't want to oh, be yeah. like a a, a team. Like, I don't want to be an artificer anymore. I kind of want to be a ranger. <laughs> Can I change? <laughs> or he's even just changing up his ranger build and like his backstory. So now instead of being from Sierra Village, he's from Cyper he's Island. From Cyper Island. <laughs> One piece is the worst oh. D campaign confirmed. <laughs> you mean the best D campaign? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Oh <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I love this I, shit. I do, I do have to actually admit, I was thinking about it earlier. Uh, a friend was had a really cool idea for a campaign. And this was a long time ago. So all I really but it was right when I had uh, first tried to watch One Piece. Uh, so mm-hmm. when I dropped off like it, like during Marathi, it was like during that era. And I was going to play a character who was basically Zolo. <laughs> um, nice. Was Three swords. Let's go. 
be super reminded cool. by that. Yeah, because I came I came up with a whole build for how to do that. Because it was in um it was World of Darkness actually, um, but we were doing like Pi- Age of Pirates World of Darkness. Oh, oh, similar to how you you and your friends talked about uh, Changeling can be Naruto. Yeah, and actually, I was playing a Changeling character who was going to end up who who I figured out how to basically be Zolo as a Changeling. But yeah, no. <laughs> uh, also, if you don't know, Changeling the Lost is Naruto. Uh, if you if you squint hard enough, you can use the rule set for that. Um, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon for how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and that way i don't have to deliver on it because we just never make the patreon <laughs> never make the patreon <laughs> no one can ever find the stuff exactly Whoa. speaking of no one finding it we were supposed to i think give the next chapter reading like three minutes ago well well, well i just wanted to make sure that like everything you wanted to say was said you know this long episode big episode um, episode but- good like reading good like this is really good yeah, reading good. Also, episode fifty. Wah, 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 air horns. We should do um, like an episode fifty retrospective, so I can talk about some of my hot takes. <laughs> I've kind never. of alluded to you. I've got some hot takes for the retrospective. Yeah, hot for takes, and I'll never know until like we finish Water Seven. I have, I have something that I'm, I'm waiting. I, it kind of goes into like why I made those predictions about the fight. There's mm-hmm. a few things I want to see how they ro- turn out with this with the end of this arc yeah and based on how it does i i think i'm gonna render kind of a judgment on one piece being you know like 400 chapters in a whole you know 10 percent into one piece yeah yeah um, a whole 10 percent, a whole 10 percent of one piece uh kind of render some judgment in and like like what kind of judgment like like you think one piece like you're you're like if you were to recommend judgment of one piece it's it's a it's a judgment you'll you'll see oh okay i, I mean i thought we were at the point where you're like yeah if, i would if, recommend if, one piece uh, to everybody if it, depending on how it turns out i may not have the take at all like that's why i'm still like trying to fit but it's a it's an okay. opinion yeah. god i i want to know <laughs> but i'll find out we'll find out or maybe i'll never find out well i mean you have to tell us what it could have been if you know if you decide to drop it i'll, I'll talk a bit because if, if it goes another way then i'll have an entirely different thing to talk about so like well i'll be talking about something i'm excited but, um I'm interested with how this arc kind of ends, but I'm enjoying the journey inside of it because the execution of the whole thing has been great. Yeah, no. Water 7, I think, is where Oda finally hits their strive in achieving the ideas they want to that like they have ideas they want to do and they are executing on them very well. I'm not going to say perfectly, but very close. They're doing very good, especially compared to like everything prior. Only took 300 chapters. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're like 300 plus chapters in. Like, of course, it's going to be better than chapter one or chapter 60 or chapter 200. You would hope. But like this arc specifically has just been boom, boom, boom. It's been great. Hit after hit. Were you ready for those chapter assignments, though? Give it to me. All right. We're going on a shorter reading. We're taking a breather. We're taking a breather. We're going to just do do six chapters. Take a break. Take a breather. Get a good fight in maybe. But chapters 399 to 405. 399 to 405. All right. That is a that is a quick reading. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be short. I, I, you know, after this long reading, I want us to kind of take a little breather, a little breath. But we get to see if your predictions for who Zoro fights, we get that pretty quickly. If Zoro fights Kaku, that would actually be pretty cool as well. Um, Stay tuned. I just don't think that's 
Oh, no, I don't see that happening just because of like, I mean, maybe it would be uh, I would really what I would what I would really love is like another one of those Zolu Zo, uh, Zor, the Zolo Zulu Zoro uh, team up fights, kind of like we had in Arlong that and Sanji again, because their whole like because they did it again in the Davy back fight, right? Like those kind of team ups are good um, just because that's like the strength of One Piece, I think, for what you can do with this series is the team up fights. Mm-hmm. So, like, give us a crew fight. Give us crew fight. Um, but we're gonna get some fights. We get a good few. I think, like, it's it's just a lot of fights uh, in these six chapters are like the start of fights. Um, but I'm very excited. Uh, but let's let's set sail uh, and see that good good Tony Tony Chopper and Frankie fight. Let's go. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> I can't I can't wait for you to for Frankie to call call someone baby. Can't wait for it. Hey Here. baby.